Sending this one out to my man Killer B. No doubt, indeed. Without weed, you know what I'm saying? That old real shit. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walkin' with your head down, scared to look You shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks They never around when the beef cooks in my part of town It's similar to Vietnam Now we all grown up and old and be on the cops control They better have the riot gear ready Tryna back me and get rock steady Alright, well we better get the shit yeah. cause they close the Oh, I'm already recording, so fuck it. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just upload that Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Unnecessary Conversation. <laughs> and if we sound like a bunch of dumb fucks, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Welcome to... Kyle, what's the name of the show, man? Knockouts and Three Counts. Thank you, sir. I didn't want to fuck it up. <laughs> Welcome to Knockouts and Three Counts. So please tell me to cut the front of that bitch. Please. <laughs> We need to like start this bitch over fresh because hey, otherwise it's gonna be dumb. I'm just getting like a big name card up and put it on my. <laughs> We're here chilling in the mean streets of Dearborn Heights. Yeah, Dearborn Heights. Uh, recording Taylor from what's that? Taylor adjacent. Uh, Taylor Tucky adjacent. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Why> you, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, we're sitting here at Bowen Alley. Uh, if, if you hear a little bit of background noise, yeah, we're here at the bar at the Bowen Alley, getting ready to record a brand new episode. Uh, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we recorded a show, but for the first time first. in the show's history, we have all four members. You gotta say horseman, horseman. Horseman. I was. I was. Hey, I'm with it. I ain't got a problem. With <laughs> Too sweet. Too sweet. Uh, Let's go around the table. Everybody introduce yourself. We'll start with you, sir. <laughs> got, got Kevin here. Hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. This is great. Oh, and while, and while we're at it, everybody throw out your social media information. So, Kev. Everybody pay close attention to this one. <laughs> Kev, a.k.a. Identity Issues. He's got to change his name every week. A.k.a. Okay. Because his mama didn't love him enough. <laughs> wow. Well, we didn't get to that at the end of the show. <laughs> go, go, go ahead, Kev. Throw your social medias out there, man. <laughs> on, on Instagram and Twitter, it's underscore underscore May in the 80s. May in the 80s. On Facebook, it's Kevin D. Russ. <laughs> Is that it? Yes. Okay. Are, you, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> All right. Just had to make sure. <laughs> We'll, we'll, swing it, uh, we'll swing it over to you, sir. Uh, this is uh, Kyle, the uh, other Kyle, the Pepper Kyle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Team Chaos, K-A-Y-O-S. Same thing it's always been, Kevin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Salt Ke- I mean, Kyle, are you? Are, salt Kyle. Salt Kyle. <laughs> We're, we're off to a great start. Oh. Kyle, why don't you go to introduce yourself and uh, throw out your social media information, man? Well, now that Kevin has single-handedly <laughs> thrown this into a one-train clusterfuck, uh, 
my name on Facebook's Kyle Collison, and my mom loved me enough, so my Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> my Twitter and Instagram are the same as they've always been. At Detroit Knockout, at Detroit N O K O U T, all one word. Wow. There you go. And I, <laughs> I am Devin McKenzie, <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, <laughs> Devin. I need. I definitely need a drink after those intros. Um, <laughs> You can catch me on social media. You can hit me up on Twitter at Devin the Six Three. That's D E V I N T H E Six Three. You can hit me up on Instagram at All Steak No Sizzle, one word, and Facebook. Just hit me up at Devin McKenzie. I so you were six one. <laughs> Man, okay. <laughs> Don't get a better than that. So. <laughs> Guys, this is the first time that what? What happened? It's a retweet. <laughs> oh, from, from Keith Lee? Yeah. Oh, you retweets all day. Oh yeah, I have. You, you actually, you what? You be the Twitter ambassador for everybody. <laughs> you are now officially in control of the Twitter page for the show. Got <laughs> the juice. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we're here at the bar. We're going to sit here and talk about a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of UFC. It's a big UFC card coming up this weekend, so we'll talk about that. We have uh, Mount Rushmore we're going to go through. We'll jump into that a little bit later. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown, which just happened to SmackDown just happened to go up as we're recording this. We're going to talk a little bit about SummerSlam that's coming up. But the first thing we got to talk about is... Uh, the SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view battleground, which just happened this past weekend. Uh, before we go through the card real quick, uh, Pepper Kyle. Chaos. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> what, what was your thoughts about the, the card as a whole? Swerve the hell out of me. I got one match correct. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been that wrong on a WWE pay-per-view ever. Um, but I gotta give him credit. I think I'm a, a pretty good smart. I think I can pretty much tell how booking is gonna go. I could not have picked any worse than what I did uh, Sunday night. The only match I got correct. What match did I get correct? Gender. Gender. Yeah, gender was the only one I got correct. The gender was gonna retain. Okay. That was it. Every other match went the exact opposite way. But you know, I give him credit. Nobody really saw that coming. So, I mean, kudos to WWE for actually booking in the opposite direction. So, um, I actually thought, it, I, I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like it. I actually liked it for the reason that I couldn't tell. You know, I, I like to think I, I know a little bit about wrestling to where I can pretty much guess how it's going to go. Right. The fact that I didn't see how that pay-per-view was going from the pre-show, I give them credit. I, I picked Ty Dillinger in that match. I did not see Amy English winning versus Ty Dillinger. So, I, I give them credit on that one. They, um... That they've been doing something the last couple weeks at least with SmackDown to where you don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, you know, I know we'll get into what happened tonight a right. little later, but uh, I give him credit. You can't pick it right now. Okay, let's go with you, uh, Mr. Collins. What, what were your thoughts about Battleground as um, a whole? So, it was, I was watching it a little late. I was at Faster Horses this weekend. Um, my thoughts on the card, I mean, I really thought that the... Uh, the lighter ceremony from these two other dipshits. <laughs> um, I thought that the Punjabi prison match was my favorite match on the card. Uh, I thought that it was cool that they brought Kali in. I didn't see that coming. 
at all. And then the way that he just like choked the shit out of Randy Orton, <laughs> I'm looking like, damn, he just like hoed his ass pretty bad. But I liked that match. Uh, I like that they're making Jinder a legit heel to where he's taking every shortcut he can find to win, right. even though he's a big cock diesel son of a bitch. Uh, I'm all here for Jinder. I, I like it. I like it because it makes people hate him, which that's the point. Um, I love the fact that Natty won. I feel like she's overdue. Uh, a lot of people had issues with that. To me, man, Natty has put in such a solid body of work for so long. And I think since they've turned her heel, this has been the best run that she's had a long time. I wasn't so sure that when she turned heel, if she was going to be able to sustain a heel run because everybody knows Natty's a sweetheart, but she's played the hell out of that role, so I wasn't mad at that at all. Uh, plus, I think a match between her and Naomi, I think that she could carry that match, and honestly, I'd like to see Natty take that belt. Uh, as far as the rest of that show, I mean, it was really hit or miss. The Baron Corbin Shinsuke thing, that was alright, but I mean... The rest of it, I mean, really, it was hit or miss the rest of the way through for me. Like, I didn't really care much about the Sami Zayn, uh, Mike Canella's Bennett thing, <laughs> except for the fact that anytime you put Maria on TV, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> so uh, I couldn't complain too much about that. But well, let's, uh, let's, let's jump to you real quick, Kyle, to get your thoughts real quick before uh, Kyle Collison breaks out the whole damn car by himself. Yeah, <laughs> what are my thoughts on the pit, you uh, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I said just, general thoughts, man. I'm just happy that I didn't put no money on Because, as y'all know, every week, I, every time a review comes, I get my predictions. I didn't get none but the, but the Cena match and the gender match. And that's it. That's because they, they were just telegraph anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you too, man. Like, Cena and uh, Jinder Mahal were pretty much the only ones I saw coming. Everything else just... Yeah, because when, when I seen Sammy beat... Mike clean. I was like, no. <laughs> they, they already doing the wrong. <laughs> what face is one? Cena. Oh, that's about it. Yeah. And, and New, New Day. New Day. Oh, yeah. But I didn't want them to win. I, I did. Was, honestly, I was surprised they won, to be honest. I, I think I, it was good either way. That was, that was the best match of the night. Yeah. Uh, I think the Punjabi prison match was the best. I'll say, yeah, the Punjabi prison match was cool. Man, he, he killed the uh, singing brother. That one. Those guys have got to be made out of metal because Randy Orton rips him around like some redheaded stepchild. They look like Raggedy Ann getting tossed around that bitch. Overall, I like I like the pay per view. I just I like I like the whole swerve aspect because I didn't see none of it coming. So overall, I I give it a seven. Okay. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the two titles that changed hands on, on the card. We had the New Day defeating the Usos. Didn't see that coming. And yeah, Kevin Owens defeating uh, AJ Styles. That's Didn't that see that coming either. So we'll, we'll talk about Kevin Owens and AJ Styles in a second because that actually goes into uh, what we saw on SmackDown. But the New Day, the first team to ever win the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team champion, tag Championships, they take it from the Usos. Well, I thought the Usos had a great run. I didn't see this. I didn't see this one coming. What did you guys think about this match? Them putting the belts in the new day. Who wants to go first? 
Uh, I thought I didn't see that coming. I thought the Usos were going to win. I liked it. I thought the Usos killed them in that rap battle too. Just for the record, especially with the line about him being Jamaican, he hoed his life. He hoed creative's life. That was good. That was good. And the voice just made it all the more funny. Hey man, watch you, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, but it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I thought it was a great match. I think the Punjabi prison match was the best one, but I did not see the New Day winning. But I hope that they kind of drag it out a little bit. Uh, I hope that, you know, at some point, have a couple false finishes somehow or, like, DQs or whatever for them to prolong it and then have the Usos win it back and keep it going for a bit because I like the parallel of the two. Like That's you've the got- only tag team, though. They've taken most of the tag. I mean, they they broke an American Alpha. They took Slater and Rhino. Yeah, that's true. The Ascension hasn't had a match. These angles just doing skits. The only tag division, the only two in the tag division, is the Usos and New Day. At least it's a good story. Yeah. But they're pretty much screwed once that's over. Okay. I mean, well, that kind of brings a good follow-up question. Like right now, basically, these are your your top two teams in the tag team division on SmackDown. Do you see them trying to form another tag team to challenge them? Do you, where do you see the tag team division going after this? Because you got SummerSlam coming up. I would imagine that there'd be a rematch. But, I mean, up to, up to that point. And Kevin had a good idea of how to make a new tag team. Tell me your idea. Well, we, we, don't ha- we haven't seen Eric Rowan or the Park. They could bring them back together as a tag team. They could bring Sanity back up. They could bring Sanity up. They could be the ones attacking Breezango. We don't know. It could be done. I want those skits to keep going. Oh, yeah. They can keep those skits I'm saying, like, That's going. But That's we, going. We didn't, like, oh, we didn't talk about that. But, like, the Fashion Files, we, they had more more episodes. They got knocked out at uh, uh, Battleground. I, know, I forgot about that. They got knocked out. I was happy. So, I was happy since they, they got knocked out, that means we're going to have a couple weeks of not having Fashion Files until they come back. So, you like to see Rowan and, and Harper get back together. And... I can see that because I, I'm a big fan of uh, Luke Harper, man. Mm-hmm. Rowan is good too, but I, I, I think Harper he deserves a push. I agree. And he could be, be SmackDown's DM. That I agree. That can't that counterculture type guy that personally he's not the I think he had a superstar. I think he had a good run with the Intercontinental Title personally. I liked I did it. Too. He I did liked too. It. But yeah, I've I, I been wanting to see the two of them as a tag team for a while, so why not go ahead and do that now? Yeah. I can see The only that. problem you run into with that, though, is they were feuding with each other the last time they were on but, TV. But at the same time, it's WWE. Family fights each other all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's WWE. They make a lot of- okay, but, then, but the thing is, though, you say the family thing, but now that they're both split away from the Wyatt family, you know, what do you call them? You can't call them Wyatt. Strange brothers. <laughs> you Harper and Rowan? Well, yeah, Harper but I mean, I'm saying, do they even... They would have to not reference the Wyatt family thing because then. I mean, WWE creative has a short memory. Other than the only thing I could see is if you say, you know, we were both led astray by Bray Wyatt. You know, we fell under his spell and we're part of the Wyatt family. Now we're both on our own. It's a good way to do it. You know, whatever. Because you can't really, you can't really even reference the Wyatt family because if you do, then people are basically just going to assume it's still the Wyatt family, but they're on two different shows. That's a good idea. I think that's why they started doing Rowan with that whole creepy clown. I don't know what the fuck. Scared the hell out of me. I give him that. I don't we're want trying to, to my window like Dusty Rhodes and access their inner killer and, and, and clones. It seems like Braun is the only Wyatt member that actually is doing something really right now. Oh, you that's just because he's fucking huge. I could tell the second he had his first match, I'm like, 
Vince McMahon looks big, sweaty man. He's gonna push this kid to the floor. Because the second I saw that kid, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get a push. He, I thought, he, I, you know, I really thought he was gonna turn out to be a colleague. You know, you know what the funny thing about him is, is like, I don't think he had a match at NXT, but he was down there. Mm-hmm. If you go back and you watch some Adam Rose matches, he's he's been a Rose oh, yeah, a couple he was times. Yeah, he yeah. Could, if they ever changed it. He would be probably the second biggest baby face in the company if they changed it. With his real personality? Yeah. Oh, he would be over as hell. Okay. I think well, he's over as hell, period. He's, he is. He's the top baby face on Raw. <laughs> but, so, let's get back to the tag team division real quick. So, is it pretty much safe to say that Usos versus New Day for the third time at SummerSlam? It's a money yeah. match. Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay. I say this. That was my favorite Xavier Woods match. That was the best I've seen Xavier Woods wrestle. And that, I'm glad you said that. That's the other thing that caught me, that really swerved me too. Because whenever I see Xavier Woods in a tag team match with the title on the line, I automatically assume the New Day's losing. And then Big E wasn't even in the That's match. That, that caught me off guard too. So I'm like, there's no way they're winning this, man. Like your two biggest guns are Kofi and Big E. Right. And we have Woods in the match, and he did all that. I mean, I give Kofi Kingston credit. He took a pretty big power bomb on the outside and was and they did, he was out for about 10, 12 minutes. Xavier Woods carried that match. And that was a uh, Shelton Benjamin-like super kick he took to the face. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. Was, but, I give him credit for that. But the, for, the, like, for, the last, for two years, the whole time they were tag team champions, Xavier didn't have to uh, fight because they, you know, but it kind of, kind at the end of it, it kind of reminded me kind of like Big Cass and Enzo, to where Xavier would get beat up, and then Kofi would come in and they would win the match, or Biggie would come in and do his stuff. Xavier was really more the one that took the beating, and it really let me. I really didn't think the guy was really better. I thought he was pretty much a mouthpiece because right. he wasn't doing a lot of great work in the ring. He did some good work Sunday night. You did not see him in TNA, though, as consequences He was still better on the mic to me than he was in the ring. He was still better He had some good matches with AJ, though. Him, him and Jay Lethal, they, they was good together. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'll say this. Jay Lethal and AJ Styles are similar to Shawn Michaels. You put a broom in the, mat, in the ring with them, and they're going to turn Yeah, but back. even when they were a tag team, though. I mean, they were good. He's, I mean, it's not like I thought he was bad, but I always say if I'm ranking where I think he's better in the ring or better on the mic, he was always better on the mic. Lately, every uh, to me, ever since they lost the title, he's become better in the ring to me because they actually have to prove something to everybody now because it's not free bird rules anymore. Right. Two of them have to be in the ring. Right. All right, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the United States Championship match, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles, another swerve. Now, let's rewind it a little bit. AJ Styles beat Kevin Owens at a house show at Madison Square Garden. Makes me want to go to house shows. <laughs> I agree. Now I don't know about you guys. I thought I didn't. I didn't see that one coming. I'm thinking maybe nope. Kevin Owens was hurt. I, that's and what I thought. Right. That's what I, th- I thought they were going. That was their way of writing him off. So then they they switched the titles right back at the pay per view. So uh, let's start with you, Kev. <laughs> what, were your, what were your thoughts about this match and this title change? I, I say it was word, but at the same time I like it because it, it continues a feud between the two. Right. But yeah, I, I, really, I really like it. it. Caught me off guard because I was like, "Whoa, what?" Like, <laughs> like I didn't see that coming at all. So I thought I, my I really, phone was messing up. I thought I, it was. I really, I really liked it. I, I text Kyle like, "Dude, did that just happen?" Like, <laughs> the second he I found out about it, I went to a deep dive on the internet to find out is Kevin Owens injured. I started looking up Dave Meltzer's uh, reports. I'm like, he's got to be injured for him to do this at a house show. Right? No, he's not. They just did this at a house show. I mean. It's it's not like they were in Poughkeepsie or something. And this is the right. guard. This AJ is their home. Yeah. 
because they've ne TNA never toured, especially the Garden. Nobody's going to the Garden. No other wrestling organization get the Garden. That's because right. Vince owns the Garden. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. If you listen to uh, Tony Schiavone talk about it, that's why they always ran Nassau Coliseum and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, your thoughts about the, the match, Kyle? Salt Kyle. I was about to call you Pepper. <laughs> um, Reverse Pepper. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see them doing that in uh, Square Madison Square Garden. But again, I like it because then you never know what the hell's gonna happen. Uh, I thought that Kevin Owens was hurt, just like you guys did. I was kind of surprised they dropped it back that quick, though, because. <laughs> I was surprised that they dropped it that quick because, in my opinion, I almost it almost made me feel like I don't know if it was like like it was uh, Kevin Owens hurt or what what they're gonna do with it. I was the, just the flip flop of it. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that a Kevin Owens AJ Styles feud, I ain't got no problem watching that. So. Outside of Roman and Braun, that's probably my favorite. You keep that going. Now. You right. keep that going all you want. That doesn't bother me in the least. So, I was surprised by Madison Square. I was surprised at Battleground. I like the fact that I haven't really been able to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, speaking of unpredictability, uh, Mr. Chaos, let me, let me bring SmackDown into it. Hey. So, Kevin Owens wins the belt at <laughs> Battleground, and tonight is SmackDown. <laughs> Probably the most video game ending to a SmackDown I've ever seen. Because if anybody's ever played a triple threat match versus a computer, that's how you win the match. You let the other guy do his finisher, pull him off and get the quick tag right. with a returning Y2J, which I did not see coming. Right. I almost I, I think he dropped his phone and then I picked it up and dropped it. <laughs> I mean I did not see Jericho coming back this soon on SmackDown. Right. Into a triple threat main event for the title, the exercising rematch. So, I, I I like it. The one thing I don't like is that you've had three title changes in less than 14 days. So, yeah. I, I've never been one. I mean, granted, not everybody's going to get a CM Punk 400 plus day title ring, right. but I don't like quick quick title changes. So we've had a, t a title change Sunday. We had title change Saturday before last. This past Sunday. And then tonight. Right. But like Kyle said, I, I I will watch any match between AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. To me, they are the two best in the company. I love Cesaro. I love uh, Seth. I think the two best wrestlers in WWE right now, in in order, are AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. And having having a feud between them is probably the best thing on SmackDown right now. I agree. All right, well, let's let's uh, let's uh, switch gears. Let's go ahead and talk about the ladies of uh, SmackDown. They had a five-way elimination match with Natalya, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Lana, and Tamina. And Natty was the one that, that outlasted everybody. So she will be facing Naomi at SummerSlam for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Thoughts on the match and where you think they go from here as far as SummerSlam. Let's start with you, Kev. I really like the match, but I didn't see Natalya winning at all. Like, I, I thought Lana was going to win, but with help from Tamita. It, it seemed like she's her bodyguard now. Right. So I, that's what I thought was going to happen. But when that, I like the fact that Natalya won because it gave her a chance to, you know, actually wrestle on the big show. 
Right. And I hope, hopefully, I hope she wins. So you want it? You want the Natalia title run? Yes. Really? It, it's been it's been twelve years. Yes. Damn, it's really been that long. <laughs> oh, well, she was only a one-time Divas champion. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, when she first but came. Damn, out. it's been that long. Yes. Wow. Really? About ten years. It can't, it can't have been that long because they had years. the they had the table match with her and Beth Phoenix in it. Okay. That was after. Who, who was it? Uh, what was it? Oh eight. It had to have been oh nine. Well, Nine years? Still though. Eight, yeah, nine years? Because yeah. I remember it was right when she first came in, they pushed wow, her. Damn. I mean, they pushed her dominant. And then that's the thing they got me. They went from pushing her as wow, really the best female been. wrestler in the company to farting. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, well, look, look at this though. Look, she was the champion. And, and while she was champion, Kelly Kelly was still there. Yeah, that's what I'm like. This is doing so, the model. This is doing the model diva age. I mean, this was Michelle McCool, no offense, Undertaker. Kelly Kelly, <laughs> uh, Lay, Lay Cool. Right. A- yeah. AJ was still in NXT. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was, so, that was way old before, well before the Divas Revolution. That was before AJ. That was for adults. Mm-hmm. So, hey, well, since, since you're bringing it up, do you think she ends her title drop? I think the, chaos. I think Naomi retains because this would be really her her real stance as a, a champion. I mean, she had the triple threat with uh, Becky and. Lana, which was an okay match. Right. Uh, She's wrestled Lana three times. I mean, Lana had three consecutive title chances, which were basically just her training matches. She didn't want to put Lana full-time in NXT. Right. Those were really just her matches. I mean, the fact that Natalia is the one that's trained her also, you know, she's okay, but I think Lana needs to be back in NXT. I think that's where she should have went to train because... Seeing her in that match Sunday night, she was giving some stiff kicks to her. I could see them actually looking at I saw she gave uh, Becky a good kick to her side, and I could see Becky looked at her like too hard. She still needs to be trained, but uh, I, I'm a fan of Natty. I didn't pick Natty to win the match. I actually thought they were going to swerve us and pick Tamina to have basically a, a, a big heel because you have Nia Jax running the Rupshad and Raw. She so don't really see her as a big heel, though. I mean, that, that's how they always book her. I mean, she's the quote-unquote they muscle. They look, they look at her as, like, the muscle or the badass. I, I don't really see her as a But that's the thing. You have to pay it off some. I mean, we've gotten some of the payoff with Nia Jax already. Yeah. What's the point of having Tamina there if you're not going to at least build her up? Yeah. I mean, Nia Jax has been probably the best booked female wrestler of the last, like, four years. Not counting the four horse. Yeah, not counting one of the four horse ones. I mean, I, okay. I mean... Those are legit wrestlers. I don't know, man. Alexa Bliss, man. She, yeah. yeah. She she's gotten a push. Nia Jax is, she's uh, an attraction. Like you mean, Braun basically, Strong. as far as like the build up, basically yeah. how they build her the same way they did, kind of did yeah. Braun Strowman. See, but I don't know that I don't know that I can agree as far as that because Braun Strowman was straight killing them. Some of them jobber matches did not look that good with Nia Jax. Now I think I think Nia, Nia Jax is great. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like Nia Jax's best showing so far was when they did that gauntlet match. Was the best that showing that she's good. had. Yeah. That right. was good. Quick question: Since we talk about Nia Jax, real quick, did you guys see Raw yesterday? Yes. We, I, we had to show him that uh, flipping Santon. I, I think Emma yeah. was hurt. Wait, that's not what I'm talking. That kind of leads up to what I'm talking about. Did you hear her introduction? No. And did you notice anything weird? No. Okay, you know how when she comes out, they show her face and she looks side to side, right? Yeah. So she did that, and JoJo, when she was doing the announcement, 
coming out to the range like weighing at 272 pounds. They actually said her weight. Oh, they've been saying it for a while because she was like 260 something a couple weeks I've ago. I've never heard them say her weight. I've, before. I've heard them say her weight because that's what got me. Um, I think it was the gauntlet match. They had they weighed. She was like 268, and I'm like. That's what the Rock was around one of those title runs. I'm like, right. geez, that's a Damn. big bro. But, but the reason the reason why it caught my attention was because like number one, I'd never really heard them say her weight before. But when they, when she said it, she had this look on her face like I can't believe they fucking did that. Really? And she, she looked mad, and like basically this match was set up for her to look like a monster heel and be pissed off because she had an attitude throughout that whole match. And oh, I, and like I, felt, I said, that Emma, I don't know. Emma's Emma's a good wrestler. I like Emma, but. They're selling, and then there's, I think you got a little hurt. Right. Nia, that's 270 pounds doing the legit for, and she, her. She, I mean, I don't care how much you raise for it. That's a grown man falling off. Basically. Pretty much. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's intense. And I, Kyle, you and me listen to Bruce Pritchard podcast, and Bruce has told some stories about how they, they basically prepare people for matches, and they'll, they'll say stuff or do stuff to people before a match to legitimately piss them off to get the reaction that they want. And I think they, I think that's what they did with Nia Jax. I think they legitimately pissed her off, and she went out there and squashed Emma. I think they wanted her to go out there and show her. Because my one of my main criticisms with Nia Jax, especially when she first came up to WWE, to Raw, was that she's a monster heel, but she didn't act like a monster. She, like... She held it with kick gloves. Right, yeah. but now she's starting to turn okay. up that intensity, man. Did, did you That's hear, what I'm saying. Did you hear her she reaction? To, like she got a face reaction last night. She I mean, did. Quite, she quite frankly, oh, yeah. man. I mean, with a girl that size, even take size out of it, just with the way they build her, the way her character is supposed to be, she's supposed to be beating the shit out of people. Period. That's right. what pissed me off. And with her, with her speeding up the intensity and really just putting the wood to these people, with her being that big. She's supposed to be beating the hell out of people. So right. I'm glad that they finally... Because, I mean, in reality, even though it was a great match, even if you look back to NXT, when she lost to Bailey like that, bro, I mean, I wasn't mad that Bailey won, but Nia Jax supposed to be beating the shit out of people. Period. Right. The things yeah. pissed me off, they built her up and Braun Strowman basically around the same time last year, last summer. Right. Great building. Why the hell isn't she had a title on her waist? There's no Has way. Has she even had a title match? Yeah. One. Not. One title match, and it was a multi-woman title match. She hasn't had a, a single yeah, one Yeah, but I mean, match. in their defense, though, Alexa Bliss has done such a good job with a title, it's hard to justify taking it off her yet. But the thing gets me is her biggest rival so far has been Sasha. Sasha okay, and Alexa are the but, same Okay, size. but look at That's it this not, way. In the same way that you were saying Tamina is Lana's bodyguard. Nia Jax has been Bliss's bodyguard. And you just wait. That's Eventually, Alexa Bliss keeps trying to like. Be she's friendly. doing like the old school, like high school BS where I'm cool to you to your face, but then when they're asking me questions on commentary, I'm talking shit. And eventually, she's gonna come up behind her while she's talking shit, and then Nia's gonna pop the flatten her, and then that's gonna be basically she's doing Flair, Flair Steam. Pretty, uh, yeah. pretty yeah. much. I mean, then Alexa Bliss can't be It's like the old adage, you keep your friends close, your enemies closer. As long as she's friends with her, she ain't got a fighter. And eventually yeah. when Nia, yeah. quote unquote, gets smart to it, then Nia's going to kick the shit out of her and then take the belt. So, you think, you think they're going to do the same thing with Tamina on SmackDown? Basically kind of try to build her up as Monster Hill over there? Is it too or? late? Well, no. Is it too, no. Yeah, it's too late. Is, is, is well, too I mean, late? she could be a heel, but considering that Lana's not the champion, it won't have the same effect. Now, 
to get back to what we were talking about with that with Natty, though, I feel like that's the difference in the two. That's why this is going to work with Naya when they do that with her and Alexa Bliss because it's got the title in I mean, when she when Tamina eventually beats the crap out of uh, Lana. Lana, who cares? But yeah. with Natty, though, I'm so glad she won. I think it's long overdue. I think she's by far one of the best wrestlers, if not the best wrestler they have as far as women wrestlers next to Charlotte. But, but the problem I have with that is I just feel like I can already see it coming, especially with the comment that Natty made the other day where she was like, I just don't trust Carmella. Natty's going to win. I forgot and then Carmella And then Carmella's going to sneak in and steal her shit. Yeah, which, but that'll turn Natty to a babyface. I know. And that's what, well, not necessarily. Because, I mean, not necessarily. Because, I mean, they've had the same thing happen with Edge and all them too. So, I mean, I don't necessarily think it'll turn into a babyface. But at the same time, it kind of bums me out a little bit if they do it that way because I feel like Natty is long overdue to make her look as good as she legit is because if we look at it in reality the company knows how good she is if they didn't they wouldn't keep bringing her down to let's see she helped Nikki Bella get ready for her return she trained Lana she goes down there all the time and helps with the NXT people they brought her down to NXT to make Charlotte look good before she came to WWE when they had the hearts first the flair I mean they know what they got there and then you look at the outside stuff like with Cena with the ambassador work I mean they know what they got but I think it's time I think Natty has shown like look Give me the ball and I'll run with it. I'm not saying she has to have like a a long run like an Oscar run, She's over. She's but over. I feel like if they, I can see I can see the why of why they do it like that with Carmella. Hot damn it! Give her a run for a little while. That that was my pick of the um, of the ladder match. My pick is now to win the uh, money in the bank match. I I knew it was gonna. Be uh, I know Carmella. I said it from Jump Street. Yeah. It was gonna be Carmella. So, all right, at the SummerSlam, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up the women, and we'll jump into a little bit of a side topic that we have as far as the women in WWE. But right now we have Aomi versus Natty. We also have Bayley, <laughs> who beat Sasha Banks on Monday Night Raw to become Ooh. the number one contender. So it's going to be Bayley versus Ooh, Alexa Bliss. Well, Kyle, you... You seem, you seem to feel kind of raw about it. Go ahead and say what you got to say, man. I don't like Bailey, man. Fucking hate her. I think she was a, a good... She, she was perfect for NXT. It was a smaller crowd. She's great at merchandise. She's the female John Cena merchandise. She's going to sell you a lot of shirts. In the ring, she was the weakest of the four horsewomen to me. Charisma, weakest of the four horsewomen to me. I think she's a good wrestler. But I think creative started seeing something with her. That's why they buried her with that Alexa Bliss feud. That, I have not seen a one-sided feud like that in a while for a, for who was the face of your women's division in NXT for a while. She's the last call-up. She put Asuka, she didn't put Asuka over, but she helped make Oscar into who the, she is. Yeah. She helped make Oscar into the Oscar we know now as somebody that could legitimately beat absolutely anybody. Huh. But 
I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I see the appeal in Sasha. I see the appeal in Becky, who I think they should put more attention back into. Right. I mean, I she, agree with that, she, she's, she's pound for pound probably the third best wrestler in that company outside of Natty and uh, Sharp. I agree with that too, but I got a definite retort to the whole bit. But I, I, I really didn't see, I, I see what they're doing. To me, this has been a really slow burn with the whole Bailey Sasha thing, because you know Sasha is better as a heel. They're gonna turn, turn her heel. They should have turned her heel around the Rumble. I mean, they they've been flirting with little tag matches and little backstage segments of them being friends and Sasha giving her a side eye. It's coming, but I, I think they missed the payoff with that. I think they didn't want to put Bliss versus Sasha because you don't want Sasha as a face, because Sasha as a face has ran its course. Some people, it runs its course. Dean has ran its course. Sasha has ran its course. She's going to be better as a heel. But Bailey versus Alexa Bliss does not entertain me. I've seen it. I even saw it in a kendo stick on a pole match. Love Bagwell, Judy, uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> it didn't entertain me. What more am I going to see at SummerSlam? With the exception of them making this into a uh, special stipulation match, a uh, cage match, a um, uh, ODQ match, Extreme Rules match, outside of that, this match does not... I, this might be the match I go to the bathroom on. Well, Kev, I'm going to let you have the last word about the ladies, and then we'll jump into our... Uh... I got a retort to that. Uh, I, got a... Uh, well, I, I look at it like... like... I'm also not a fan of Bailey. Like her gimmick, I think her gimmick has ran its course. Thank you. The whole hugger thing, like it's it was cool for a minute, but overall, uh, I don't. <laughs> I just, but Devin's I, gonna know where I'm gonna go with this. But I'm, it's more like I think Sasha should have won won the match. Even if Sasha, even if Alexa's gonna retain, I think she should have still won. Like the they last match ended in a, a, a countout. Why, why didn't Sasha win? It don't make sense. And all they're just showing is that Sasha can't beat Bailey. That's all they just showed. You go to, she stale, you go to stalemates versus Sasha. She, she can't hasn't, beat Bailey. She hasn't been able to beat her, beat her since NXT. Which. Dang, she hasn't. No. Yeah, that's the, that, that's and, one of the things that pisses so, me off. I'm like, so you have one of the greatest feuds of last year between her and Charlotte. But you can't beat Bailey. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they got Bailey. Beating Charlotte and Sasha Clean. But she can't be Alexa Bliss. Right. Yes, man. Bucky. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So, the only thing I'm going to say to that is I'm not, I can agree with you as far as Sasha winning, but I have a theory as to why I think they want Bailey to win. Okay. Devin's already going to know what I'm going to say because Devin listens to some of the other podcasts. I personally believe the reason why they're doing this, and if you paid attention on Raw, Booker referenced it too. Bailey has said herself that she feels like her character has run its course and that it needs more it needs more edge to it. I feel like between the thing with the candlestick on a pole match, you know, her beating Sasha when they made the big deal about all oh, their friends and they're not gonna be able to fight and all this bullshit and how Bailey was like, the hell with that, I wanna win. Bailey has already made it clear that she feels like it's time for her to win for her to put some more edge to that character I feel like I think Sasha should have won just because of the way 
that that ended, but I'm not mad at Bailey doing it. And I think, you know, again, you got to look at, okay, look at somebody like Cena. Okay, that guy's character, he ain't never going to be a bad guy. It's just, at the end of the day, even though I would love it to happen, it's not going to happen because too many kids love that kid, that guy, and all the Make-A-Wish stuff he does and all the stuff he does outside of it, it doesn't make sense for them to make him a heel. Bailey, like you said, is the female John Cena, but Cena eventually started showing some edge and some grit to when you fucked with him enough, he was going to get pissed and start, you know, laying the wood to some people, right? Okay? I think Bailey is at that point. Whether it happens in this next match, I don't know. But so I think are, you, are you calling for a Bailey? Not a turn? heel turn, but I think that they're going to add some edge to the edge to it, to where I think they're finally going to make Bailey start saying, you know, even if it doesn't turn into a heel turn, you know, being a hugger is cool, but I'm done being everybody's doormat. She doesn't necessarily got to turn heel to do that. I don't think she needs to turn heel. I don't think she needs to turn heel, but I think. You're slowly seeing them plant the seeds for her to put that edge to that character. And she's already publicly said, I think it's time to do that, and said herself that she was going to tell creative that she felt as though they needed to put some edge to it. To me, they, they missed, not to keep going on my belly. To me, Bailey as a gimmick, I get it, but I think they've mismanaged her. For one, she stayed in NXT too long because she was the last one to get to well, be I called agree with up. that. But. When they finally brought her up, she was basically a mid tier. I think she was pushed too quick. I think I don't think it was because that's when they were doing the Sasha Charlotte thing. I and think Bailey was kind of buried under that. I don't I, know that I, it's. I would have. I would have pushed her. Her coming up got one of the biggest pops. I wouldn't say that they pushed her too quick, but if you remember at the end of her at the end of her run with at NXT, like okay, you referenced the Sasha Bailey thing in NXT. If you remember, leading up to that match, Bailey had finally been like, to hell with this. I'm not, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're such the nice girl. You know, I've had enough. Yeah, And up. went nuts. Well, that's that, that's kind of what I'm saying. They, I, I think they pushed like, her too quick. She was winning right away. Like, you got to remember, she came up, like, what, from Battleground? Yeah. And then Night of Champions, I, I was at there. I was there. She was in the triple threat match with Charlotte and Sasha. Even though she lost, but why is she in that match? She... But I mean, at the, the same Laura, time, the Laura look of the Bailey character is the fact that she's an underdog and she worked her way up. Everybody she kept had waiting to be, for her to come up. Once she she had to. But you remember when she got her title? She had to be Becky. She had to be everybody to work her way up yeah. until she finally was able to yeah, do it. That's, she was she was the lovable loser, but she was winning matches. That's, 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 that's how you look, Sami Zayn. That's how you should have been Bailey. No, to, to <laughs> have, have her chase they, they it and then get it. No, you're right. He's right. The way they book Sami Zayn is how they should book Bailey. Is just that they let Sami Zayn go way too long. Yeah. Like they just need they, the fact that Bailey didn't win the championship at WrestleMania. I thought was that was it. Yeah, I, she, she that was I agree. I agree. I feel like Charlotte's win streak should not have lost in a random pay per view. Exactly. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. I they, said that yeah. same thing, and I said it on this podcast. I feel like not just because I was at WrestleMania, but they I the feel like. You should have had her win and have that big triumph at WrestleMania. That's no, I mean that's armchair booking, armchair but that's, quarterback. That's but make, that's what you make WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the WrestleMania moment is the the, the Shawn Michaels moment, the and baby but, face. Like I say, I mean, that that so that we don't. She really, she really don't have a WrestleMania moment because she came in no. as champion and but, left as champion. But that's I mean, really so moment. that we don't keep going about it, I, as as far as to what my whole point was and my whole beef with what you were saying. Yes, maybe she might not have been the strongest out of the four horsewomen, but you also have to take into account, like he said, 
her character is based around being the underdog. You have Charlotte, who is not only an alpha female, she's one of the best damn athletes they got in the whole damn company. So there's not a one of the four of them that's going to outshine them. Sasha, her whole gimmick is based on, I'm a boss. So she's going to come off as a badass, doesn't matter how it plays out. Becky, she turned from being the follower to like, the hell with this, I'm the rebel. Okay, Bailey kind of almost had to be that way. But now I think you're starting to see them plant the seeds for, okay, I'm done what? with all this bullshit. Like, it's time for me to start turning it up a bit. Well, which, well you know what? That's, that's a great transition to our, uh, our, our uh, little topic that we have here about naming the Mount Rushmore of female wrestlers. Wait. I want you to go first. Yeah. <laughs> you go first. Wait a so, but the topic that we had before we went on the air time. is not this topic. Well, that's, that is not the same topic. It's not. But but let's let's go let's go with the Mount Rush. Are we, you guys want to do all time or just right now? I do all. I, I'm gonna do all. I'm gonna do all time because well, it's gonna be a little bit. Ain't this a crock of bullshit? Okay. So <laughs> ain't this a crock so, of bullshit? Y'all motherfuckers this, had me on another topic and then you want to change the. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, hey! I tried to transition. You had to get your point in, man. So you gonna start this one off too? So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Collison, your Mount Rushmore, your top four female wrestlers of all, all time. Uh, of all time, you got four, right? And, yes. And that that him and the hard man. Come on. Charlotte is one of them. Lita is another one. Trish Stratus is another one. And if I gotta pick a fourth, now are you judging your all? The only question I got is, are you judging your Mount Rushmore on overall body of work, or are you doing it on wrestling? I do both. It's both? both. Okay, those three are on there, and if I've got to go for a fourth, I'm going to go Alundra Blaze or Medusa the bowl of them. Okay, that's a good list, man. Uh, What about you, Kev? Okay, I got... Trish Stratus. Okay. Uh, Gail Kim. That's a good one. Um, Trish Stratus. Gail Kim. And AJ. AJ Lee? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chaos. Who you got? Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'm going to put Fabulous Moolah. Ooh. Historical. Alright. Okay. Old school. Old school. I'm going to put China. Right. I gotta go with somebody who's a trailblazer. I'm gonna go Trish Stratus. I'm gonna go Charlotte. I'm looking at it as the evolution of female wrestling. You look at what the fabulous Moolah started. Right. Then you look at what China did to make it to where it wasn't just women. Then you look at what Trish did and was the ultimate diva. And then you take it into account with Charlotte Flair, who is probably top five athlete in the company, male or female. Okay, that's a good list. Oh, me? I got to do this too? Oh, okay. All right. I automatically have to put China on my list because, if I'm not mistaken, as far as I can think right now, she's like the only one that's ever won a male title. Mm-hmm. If you want to count sexy star, her too, but I'm going to say China. She, and let me just go ahead and say this right now. She should be in the Hall of Fame. She should have been in the should've, Hall of Fame a long time be, ago. She's a she yeah. needs to be in the Hall of she Fame. Been. I'm going to go China. Even though I don't want to, I'm going to put Charlotte. I feel like she needs to, you know, since she's still going, she needs to, you know, continue her resume. But you can't deny, you know, she NXT she's champion, gone. you know, she's gone. four-time. Just the athletic ability, though. 
Exactly. Like, I mean, it, I, it, She's I'm the not cutting you off, but in my opinion, I mean, a lot of people hate on Charlotte, but in my opinion, you can't find a much better argument for anyone that's a better athlete than her, male or female, in the whole country, in the whole company. Right. If she's not number one, she's top two or three, and I it's agree. hard to argue that, period. I agree. So I got her on my list. I'm going to say Asuka. And, Asuka. and not just because of her NXT run. I've, I've watched Asuka back when she was kind of, you know, in Japan. And when I, when I realized who she like, I remember watching her at, uh, I want to say it was WrestleMania Access that one year when she was just sitting in the crowd. And when I when I clicked, I'm like, that's old girl that I've, I've seen from Japan. That was me with Kenta. Was it Kenta? Yeah. Well, I saw him at, uh, at the um, Hall of Fame. That's what it was. Well, I'm sorry. Kenta! New <laughs> Japan <laughs> Pro Wrestling. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I saw him um, at Triple H's um, WrestleMania, it was WrestleMania 31, when he went versus Sting. He was one of his guys that he had come out. Oh, okay. Uh, Triple H always uses NXT Enhancement Talent in his entrance. Edro, yeah. And I saw him like, that looks like Prince Devlin. Oh, that's Finn Balor. Right. So, yeah, that, that's what got me with him. So, I'm going to go China, Charlotte. Oscar, and I'm gonna say Lita. Trish, me and Trish Stratus got a little bit of heat, man. She's a <laughs> fucking hater. I, I don't know if I told the story before, but uh, I was in Atlanta uh, visiting my sister, and we was at Six Flags, and she was there signing autographs. And I went up, gave my autograph. And I said, Trish Stratus, can I have a hug? And she said, No. So ever since then, <laughs> ever since then, me and Trish Stratus had a lot of heat. So I, I got to go with Lita, man, because I was a big uh, fan of Team Extreme. Uh, she kind of innovated the whole, you know. Song. Fly- oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, Lita was my favorite when I was a kid, just because she was so different. Yeah. Just because she was different. Yeah. But that's my top four. But it seems like everybody has Charlamagne list. Yeah. She. No, you didn't. Yeah, she's yeah. got. But she's got to be there. But it's like, okay. She's the evolution of female wrestling. I can't put her on my list now because. She's like she, she. I feel like she. She. She's great, but I feel like it's more to come. To me, so I, can't I just. I look at what she's done right now to how I look at the Rock in 2000. You're already one of the greatest already, and you still have a couple years left. Her man. I mean, she's only been on the main roster two years. What two years? Yeah, two years. And she's a four-time women's champion. She's been no four. Four-time women's champion. She's been in the first female Hell in the Cell, the first female Extreme Rules match. Um, she's the, fir- um, the first uh, uh, in, in over what, 10 years uh, female match to main event Raw. Um, she, she put on one of the best matches outside of Bayley and Sasha in NXT. Right. I'm looking at everything she's got right now, man. And that's scary. Ima- the scary. scary thing is it's still five more. Five years. Just imagine five years. And right. think what about when she c- continues to gain more knowledge. I mean, more gain more knowledge in psychology. She's already genetically superior. And, oh. and the thing I really like about it, too, is like now she's doing it without daddy. Yeah, that's... Like, that, was my, that was my thing. I was worried about it at first. It's going to be even, all, you know, Ric Flair that, Jr. People, but she, even at that, though, people want to say Ric Flair Jr. for when she was a heel. It was perfect because it, it made it you piss off. But the thing is, she she she's done it both ways. So that's, that's, that's my the point, thing. though. That, that was the most people, uncomfortable. People want to hate so much and say that oh, oh she did it because she broke up with 
entire. Oh man. He, you know, in the way she did no, it though. Oh, that, boy, I mean, that was cold. It was, blood. A, that was a real step oh, in there. He cried. No, no, no. I, think, cried. I, think, I think the more uncomfortable one was the one with Paige when they oh, brought up her brother. Reed. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was that was that was wrong. That was just out and out wrong. You don't do that. that but, was, all right, let's let's, let's, let's get off let's get off of the ladies. Let's go ahead and finish up Battleground and so we can uh jump into more. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap these three matches in together because they all tied in together on SmackDown. We had Shisuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. We had John Cena versus Rusev, and Jinder Mahal and Randy York. Yeah. So the reason why I said these all tie in together because if you watch SmackDown tonight, next week on SmackDown, tie match. No. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say this is a dream match: John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura to see who faces Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam. Never thought I'd see that match. Yeah, I, I, so never, I never thought I'd see that. So my my first question is this: Cena Nakamura on SmackDown. Do you think they should have saved that one for a pay per view? Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah. No, man, I don't know. The, the biggest match is gonna be Nakamura AJ. That is the WrestleMania. That one needs to be. Match. That one needs to be. It has been rumored to be WrestleMania. I think uh, that's as far as them doing that with Cena and Nakamura. I'm not so mad at it not being a pay-per-view for the simple fact that even though I love Shinsuke, the stuff that they've done so far hasn't really done as well as I would have liked. Cena, at this point, whether anyone wants to admit it or not, is like the instant rocket up your ass. All right? You get put with Cena, as long as you know what you're doing, which Cena, which Shinsuke does, as long as it doesn't flop, which I wouldn't think it would. I mean... As long as it's not a feud, that's the thing. The match will be good. If it was a feud, Shinsuke's English skills. That, and I think they've realized that. And but I don't think Shinsuke jobs. really needs to talk. He, he does it, but the thing is, they don't book him. Right. I mean, they started doing with the gimmick thing where they'd ask him a question and then somebody else would talk for him. I think it's not going to happen. But if he you look at... He needs a mouthpiece. Okay, but if you look at NXT, though, he talked in NXT and he didn't have to say much. He got his point across from what he said. His yeah, English he, was he good enough. He like two words and then punch you in the face. <laughs> his English was good enough that he got his point across. He doesn't need to be a guy that needs to cut a long-ass promo. He, he does, still doesn't does, need but to. This match, the one thing I'll give Cena, and I'm a Cena fan. I wasn't a Cena fan during the Super Cena. I'm, Wait, I'm, when did that stop? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I give Cena credit because... All right, you, not to go on tangent, but you look at this business for even the casual fan. It went Hogan, Stone Cold, Cena for the casual fan. For Smarks, we all know HBK's works. Yeah. But from the casual fan, these are the people they know. If you ask them, name three WWF wrestlers. They're going to give you Hogan. They're going to give you Stone Cold or The Rock. And they're going to give you Cena. Yeah. The only thing I'll give Cena... Cena will lay down for the for best of her business. Now, Hogan at this age in his career was not laying down for anybody. He was exercising creative control. Stone Cold, toward the end, did not want to lay down. That's why he took his ball and went home, because he didn't want to lay down to Brock Lesnar, which would have been best for business. The Rock did lay down. Wait a minute, though, because you can't... Hold on. Don't put Stone Cold in that category, because at the end of the day, if that was the case, then he would have won against The Rock in his last match. That he, he, he doesn't didn't have a that's his last match. He didn't know but, that was going to be his last match. You, no, he but, knew. But, yes, he, he knew, did. He, he knew going into it. He, he, no, he, he knew, knew going he into knew it. He match. said it before but, any of that happened. He didn't want to make a big deal about it, but he knew and The Rock knew. 
He told them months ahead of time. That but you look at what how Cena Cena will lay down. Cena no, lay, sure. Cena but lay Austin down also said when they brought up the whole thing, thing, he said, yeah. "I wish I could go yeah. back and change the way that happened." But he said it multiple times. I don't give a shit about winning or losing if it's the right if way to lose. Right. Which I can't argue that because obviously I'm an Austin fan, but still, with a guy that's got a name like that, you can't just have him lose. But that, that's why for no reason. That's why I don't like Cena, but that's why I agree with you, man. He's laying down, but he's doing it in the right he, way. He, AJ Styles had one of the best years last year, and the highlight mm-hmm. of that was him beating Agreed. That SummerSlam match was probably Agreed. the best match they've I agree completely. Right. All, my only point I was getting at, though, and, is and, when well, it was the right situation, Austin will lose to So the question is, Nakamura, Cena next week. Is this the right situation for Cena to lay down for Nakamura to help push him? Baron, or Cor- no? Baron Corbin interrupts the match. No, I think... I think Cena's going to end up winning. They want him to win the title, especially, well, if not win the title, they want him in the match with Jinder Mahal playing to the whole, I'm going to speak to my people of India, and he's the the pride of India, and Cena's obviously our generation's Hulk Hogan. (laughs) I mean, it writes itself. I don't, even though I would like, I'd like Nakamura to win, but I don't I don't see see, him. I see this going on where, Cena wins the match next week. Cena wins, goes to SummerSlam, beat Jinder, Baron Corbin comes out. That's how, exactly how I see it coming. I think that's probably how it's going to be a few between Cena and Corbin. So Cena still breaks the record, but he doesn't have a Look at title the, run. Look they, get, they, get them, they get, them, they get, them, they get or, them a few until Cena leave again. Or, I mean, if they really are trying to build this Jinder thing, which it seems like at this point, I thought it might be just a quick little cheap old run, but I mean, with the way they're doing that and pulling out all the stops with the great Kali winning. And the and, uh, Jabari on 205. I mean, right. let, let's be honest. I mean, dude, I wouldn't be shocked if Cena, you just said Cena will lay down. What if Cena loses? Do it. I just don't want to see Cena break a Ric Flair's record. No. He's going to break it's, it's I, I, You know, I wouldn't even be mad because, like, he already did break I'm already mad. Hey, David, question. I, How you feel about the uh, Rainmaker? Oh, the Okada, just yes. in general. The, no, the, the move, the move in general. Overrated, fucking motherfucker. It's hilarious. They did the same thing with Seth Rollins, except it's fucking neat. And it's I, a I, bad I, move. First off, that move is uh, Kenny Omega's move. Yeah, that shit's stupid too. It's, it's not a good move. Mm, it's, it's but a, it's not Kenny Omega's finisher. A good no. move, but a finisher? No. That's not a finisher. No, no, no. Stone Cold Stunner. That curb bottom. stomp was the shit. Curb stomp. Sweet chin music. That ends a match. See. A, a, a lariat? I feel like... I feel I, like I, is this Southpaw Regional like, Wrestling we're watching right now? Big boot lariat, one, two, three. You looking up at the lights? <laughs> that move is I shit feel, on the game. I feel like... Nah, but Seth Rollins getting the pedigree. They just did it until we find something to, something else to do. They gave him that too. That that he should have lost still, that shit in 2016. That was, they, they, he kept that way too At long. least it made sense to why he was doing it. Made it made sense. This but, shit, but they after, made no reason as to why they switched his move. After he lost the match to uh, Kevin Owens, he should have never used the pedigree again. Yeah. Triple H cost him the title. Yeah, but I saw it because it? especially with them building the Triple H. I knew it. But I, I mean, got it. It, t- it took But dude, all I'm saying, good. They need longer builds. No, but all I'm saying, I'm saying move, as far as the move goes, I don't like the knee. I don't like the Rainmaker. I feel like it's too simplistic, especially with a guy with Seth Rollins' skill. 
Phoenix Splash bro. should be a sponsor. Curve stomp should be a sponsor. The curve stomp. Oh, I mean, the curve oh, stomp If we can bring stuff back here. Hot damn, we'll that should have been stupid. It's a horrible move to finish on. You're done. Because the first time I ever heard about it, and I, I'm, they're building it up the whole pay-per-view. JR's talking about like it's the second coming of the stunner. And I saw it, and I'm like, that's it? <laughs> like, no, maybe I hear it. And I went on YouTube. I'm like, oh, that is it. Nah, I can't. I can't pass that. Alright, so Rainmaker ain't shit. Alvada's <laughs> <laughs> cool, but the Rainmaker yeah. sucks. So let's give you predictions. Cena, Nakamura, uh, Kev. I got Cena going over. Kyle? I go Nakamura. Cena. So Cena versus uh Jinder Mahal at WrestleMania. Who wins that match? At WrestleMania. Oh, I mean at Mania uh, SummerSlam. Cena. Jinder. Gender, I feel like that's that, the way that for him legitimizes him. And I think if man. Cena's going to win the title again, it'll be a man. Yeah. And Cena doesn't win 17. Because, I mean, dude, Cena doesn't have very many manias around anymore. <laughs> right. yeah, and especially the other thing that you got to take into account, too, even though it was badass and if I was going to propose to somebody, that'd be a dope-ass way to do it. His last match was a gimmick match. You have him win the title in Mania. He's only going to have one or two, maybe three more. I think you the last couple Manias he hasn't really see, had anything. The one before I mean, that, exactly. Was you do something else to make him legitimized. You give him one more year of a good run and then have him go out next year or the year after. Well, either way, but over the years, I've learned not to never go against either. That's my rule. This is true. That's my rule. I, it's his show. He's a free agent. I mean, for years, for years I went against uh, Cena. I can't do it anymore. Everybody lost that. That's well, the next dude, but well, guys, let's, let's end this uh, part of the show. <clears throat> excuse me, with um, the main event for the Raw side of things at SummerSlam. We are going to have a fatal four-way, which I think everybody saw that one coming. That was so. Funny. But your thoughts on Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns facing Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title? Brock will lose. You think so? I, nope. I, I think I think so as well. I will, I know. For a fact, I think Roman's going to win, but I want Strowman to win. I, I really want, want Joe to win. win. I think Roman's going to win. But I'll say, like, they, they want to get Roman it's, Reigns over so we were bad. just talking. It's they, been a while since he's had the main title. He has never had the universal title. Yeah. And it's been a while since he's been a world champion. But I look at he's, it like this. He, he's good. Okay. It's WWE wants to get Roman over. For him to get over, have Brian win the championship, pinning him. Making him have to fight his way up to the title. Gets Brian put put them in WrestleMania. Because I don't think Lesnar's making it to WrestleMania. Oh, no. You don't think so? No. Uh, you believe the rumors that he's going to be fighting in uh, UFC? Not just that. Yeah, I don't not just that. That, that would be a year of basically him being a, a complete part timer. They've done it before. It's, it's, you can't do I it. I don't see it. Because that, that title isn't really even legitimate to me. The champion needs to be on TV every week. I agree. But they've done it before. They with have. the same guy. Yeah. That's why when I when I knew Goldberg and him were going to face each other at Mania for the belt, I'm like, oh, they're going to do the same thing. Everybody, no, they're not, no, 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 they're not going to do that. Yeah. This match yeah. is going to go one of two ways. Either Lesnar's going to win and he's going to hold it till Mania because his contract's up in Mania. Or... If it doesn't end in a clean finish, they'll do some kind of crazy 
car crash finish like they've been doing literally the last, the, like the, <laughs> yeah. Shout the, woman. <laughs> the way they've been doing it the last few weeks where they all come in and beat the hell out of each other I so mean, let's rewind for a second so how the hell do you crash a guy in an ambulance and still wait and still they try to push you as a baby face how how do you how do you kill somebody? How do you damn near kill somebody legitimately, well, not legitimately, but try to kill somebody, but they still push you as a baby face? How? Vince McMahon the was big sweaty man. Think about it. Enzo tried to sleep with Lana, a married woman. She should have got his ass kicked. And he was I mean, baby, baby face. face. Wait a baby face if you think about it, they've been doing this shit for years. I mean, yeah. Austin crushed motherfuckers in a, in a bus. <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Sprayed them with beer. Te- technically, The Rock is dead because the NWO crashed him. Uh, his yeah, semi truck in the back of an ambulance. But they also oh, no. try to push the NWO oh, oh, as baby oh, face. was basically, he threw Big Show off of the bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't get you, WWE. In my opinion, though, dude, I don't see. I really don't see Lesnar losing until WrestleMania. If he's going to lose, his contract's up at Mania. I just don't. I don't want to see him with the belt anymore. I don't think he should ever hold another belt unless he's going to be full time. That's just my opinion. He'll never be full time. So he should never hold another belt. I don't know. Just, be, just be the attraction. Just be the attraction that comes. See, but I think that's himself. part of the reason I don't mind him as champion. Although that being said, I do wish that they would have him on more often. That's but I don't. I, I don't have a problem with him not being on TV all the time. The thing because that also Flair wasn't on TV all the time neither. But the Flair thing is, was the greatest world champion ever. But hey. that was the big gold belt. This belt has not been legitimized. The first champion abdicated this the, the next point, night. Though, but even the if, second if, champion if never Flair, had a clean finish, and the third champion was a part-time Okay, but that's exactly my point. If Flair could do that with a legitimized belt, there's no reason that you can't do that with Brock, although I, I don't, totally agree. I don't even that. need Brock to wrestle every week. Just show up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Be there. What happened, what happened to the 30-day rule? Thank you. From Mania to Battleground, he did not wrestle once. Nope. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not saying that he doesn't need to be on TV, nor does he need to, nor that he doesn't need to defend it more. All I'm saying is, I don't have a problem with him not being on TV every week because, just as you said, make him the attraction. Look, I'm fine with that. I'm going to the show this weekend. The fact that he's going to be there, now I actually give a shit about going because he's going to be on. That was the only reason. That's the only reason. That's what I'm saying. But even if he didn't have the belt, I'd go there. I don't want him. But that's my my point, though. Well, I was saying about the thirty-day rule, though. Like. I agree. Okay. I won't. I won't argue but, that. But I, I'm saying like, look, look. Naomi won the championship and vacated mm-hmm. a week later. Then mm-hmm. came back two weeks later, but she had vacated before. Mm-hmm. Give her thirty days. Sure. I, I I don't argue that. I'm not saying. But that. we all know what it is. It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's whatever fuck he wants. But we got to wrap this up, fellas. Kyle. Kevin. You're not Kyle. You're Kevin. I don't. Black know, I don't know your name anymore. My name is Kevin. What's your What's your social media name this week? <laughs> underscore underscore May in the eighties. Is that the same one you said at the beginning of the show? Yes. <laughs> did I didn't change all these ones. Did your mama really change your name? Yeah. <laughs> Since uh, you're talking shit, Mr. Collison, what's your social media? But I'm past that, motherfucker. <laughs> what's your social media information? Uh, my Facebook, Kyle Collison. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are the exact same. Detroit Knockout Detroit N O K O U T. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Kyle Campbell. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Kyle Campbell, Kyle J. Campbell. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, Team Chaos. All one word. Uh, great talking with everybody. Uh, follow us. 
like, share, subscribe. We're trying to get this out. So we're going to have a new page that you guys that's going to be coming out soon as far as Facebook goes because we got a couple things we got to change. And also uh, subscribe to Reality Era News on Facebook. Yeah. Yes, sir. Every Wednesday, do a wrestling trivia. And on Saturdays, we do a draft. Yes, sir. And uh, this is Devin. You can hit me up on Twitter at Devin the 63 That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. You can hit me up on Instagram at Allstate No Sizzle. That's one word. And I'm Devin McKenzie on Facebook. So thank you all for listening. Like and share with your friends, motherfuckers. God damn. Why you get this out? <laughs>